You've reached Conversation with Mr. A. This is your host, Anthony Apostilla. Thank you for listening. Let's get right to the episode. Welcome to Conversations with Mr. A. This is your host, Anthony Avistil. So, for this edition, um, I got two students here from South Kitsap School District. Uh, the title's called From Middle to High School. So, I have two guests here, Evie Barnes and Emma Webb. Thank you, girls, for uh, doing this uh, podcast with me. You're welcome. <laughs> so, real quick, uh, uh, fill me in a little quick. So, which schools do you go to and what grades are you in? So, um, Evie, which one, which school do you go to? Uh, Key Peninsula Middle School, and I'm in eighth grade. Okay. Emma? I went to South Kidsap High School, but I'm trying to get into a alternative program. Okay. Uh, ninth grade, right? Yeah. Cool, cool. So, um, Evie, what challenges do you face as an eighth grader? And also, Emma, yourself as a ninth grader, like, what are the challenges that you face in school? Um, basically, just... The teachers don't really give enough help, and when they do, it's kind of, they don't explain it enough, and it really confuses me, and it makes it harder for me to learn, so I usually don't get my work done in time, so it always gets in late and stuff, so I just have trouble doing my work and focusing during class, and there's a lot of students that are just rude to other students would you say hostile like people are just mean or yeah how about you emma i've always struggled with attending this school i've always went but i haven't ever really went because i'd go for like a month and then for the rest of the time i would just do whatever i really wanted to i move around schools a lot so i've never really gotten to know a district and me and my mom move a lot, so it's really hard to get to know a school. Or, like, it's hard because all the different schools use different work. So I've never really been able to actually, like, learn, learn. So I have to do an alternative school so that I can work on myself and not be around so many people that are negative and just really fix my grades. So... Question I'm wondering, you mentioned how people are mean. People are mean in school, and people uh, you've dealt with are negative. So what exactly do they say or do that's negative and just mean? Um, basically, like, students at my school, they just, they, the popular kids, so they judge people off of things that are different from them. Like, if someone isn't has acne or something, they would laugh at them and judge, or if like they liked a certain thing, they would just think that person's like weird or something. And I don't know if they just don't really like people that are different from them, like if that kind of thing. On that note, I feel like you have to be in a certain like you have to be a certain way you have to be a certain amount of pretty a certain amount of like just a whole bunch of things you have to meet their definition for them to even be nice to you or look at your way mm-hmm. so that's got to make things a little bit difficult yeah. yeah 
Uh, one thing you mentioned, uh, if you're talking about uh, teachers, um, I'm curious, in your mind, well, both of you, what makes a good teacher? What, 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 what makes a teacher like, okay, this teacher is someone he or she I can actually listen to or pay attention to? Um, if you're, like, struggling and the teacher actually, like, finds a way to help you that, like, to explain it how you would understand it and, like, tries to work it out with you instead of getting frustrated that you don't know how to do it and actually just tries to talk to you and knows, talk to you to get to, like, know how you deal with certain situations. And certain activities for school. Hmm. Uh, I don't really know what the definition of a good teacher is, but I feel like there's someone who will explain the work better and just actually, like, not just put videos on a thing and just expect you to learn how to do it, like, actually teach you how to and, like, just be there to like get you through the steps not even just like in an individual person just like in the class just make sure everybody gets it before you move on instead of just getting mad and then just moving on so do you feel like sometimes uh teachers or staff sometimes they get a little mad too easily yeah Yeah. i think teachers get way too mad way too easily and they just make the situation so much worse like, there was this person, this student, that I, when I went to school, they were yelling at me, calling me a whole bunch of names that I'm not going to say. And then I yelled back at them, and then I'm the one that got in trouble with the teacher because apparently I yelled louder than he did, and I thought it was so unfair because he was the one that was cussing and yelling, and I honestly, I literally, I just told him that I did not want to talk to him, and I told him to leave me alone. So I don't understand how I got in trouble and he didn't, but... I'm going to take a guess that probably didn't motivate you to attend school. No, it didn't. I was mad, and I did not like how the teachers were taking care of stuff because there's been a lot of situations that I've been in, and I've tried getting help for it, and it just makes it ten times worse, and then you become the target once they find out you went to a teacher. I don't go to teachers. I more of I like talking to like either someone I trust or a friend. I just, I don't like going to teachers. I don't like teachers in general. I think they're weird. <laughs> okay. Well, I am going to ask another question, too. So I work as a school counselor, and I've been a school counselor for um, just quite some time. In your opinion, it's like, what actually makes a good school counselor? Like, how would you, um, what's important to you? When dealing with a school counselor, like, what's important to you? Oh, uh, um, I don't really like school counselors either I like you but I don't oh, like thanks. normal no, school counselors because they they just don't do what they're supposed to do and they'll just have you come in their room and they'll always just be like okay okay I'm sorry you're going through that okay 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 but like they don't try to have a conversation with you and they don't try to make it better or they don't like let you leave class and just sit in the office or something if you're not feeling well. They just kind of, like, tell you to go to back to class and talk to you for five minutes and then think it's all better. So um, what you're saying is you just want to be heard. Yeah. You just want to be listened to, and that's something that you haven't really experienced. Pretty much. All the counselor, school counselors that I've had, they just weren't good school counselors. They were good people. I liked them, but I just didn't like them as a counselor, and I would not see them again. So, 
Yeah, sure. How about you? Um, I feel for like school counselors, like the ones I've had, they didn't really listen. And when I would try to explain what was going on, they would change the subject or not really like, um, give you advice that would really help. They would just say like, I'm sorry, or maybe you should like, um, I don't know, but they would like not really be helpful and they would just like tell you that there's nothing they can really do and that and if you tried to tell them something that wasn't like about self-harm or something that it was personal to you they would just go off and tell other teachers and staff members about what you told them so you felt like what you told them they violated your uh you trusted them with whatever you tell them and they kind of violated it yeah they did sorry um here's a here's a switching the topic just a little bit um i'm just wondering with uh social media um uh, there's a i work with a lot of students and social media is a big thing with them snapchat instagram tiktok probably not facebook but uh how important to you how important is social media to you and uh, cell phones like i mean how important are your cell phones to you I don't feel like social media is that important to me, I guess. It's kind of a waste of time. I am on it a lot, but I feel like it just wastes your time and puts things into your head that, like, will just, like, not really teach you anything and just, like, make you think of all this negative stuff. And, like, it just, like, rots your brain. Do you think it causes a lot of drama, though? Yeah, it does. There's a lot of drama that gets caused online, and people like to just text people and start, like, causing drama and telling people to kill themselves and they're not worth it. That's a little harsh. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's two different things. My phone, yeah, it's important to me because it's the only way I have a way to get a contact of some important people in my life and just like you can't always be with everybody and you can't be with everybody in person and if you didn't have a phone like you wouldn't be able to still talk and catch up with like per se your sister that moved away or your auntie that you don't get to see anymore to me I feel like social media could be a good thing and a bad thing on my opinion on Snapchat is I love Snapchat. My aunties have me, my uncles have me, like my family has my Snap, and they just be sending me pictures of themselves, and it makes me so happy because I still get it. I get to see them in a way. But like other social media, I think it is a waste of time. It does start a lot of drama. Snapchat also starts a lot of drama. But I'm I'm probably gonna say I feel like all the social medias are just getting to everybody's head and it's making everybody be more lazy and immature and it's just putting like all this gang stuff in your head and then all the guys acting like they're wannabe gangsters and I think that's my opinion on it. Social media is just getting the best of everybody. I'll, I'll piggyback on that. Here's another uh, question. So what do you feel are the differences between uh, social media friends and real life friends? Um, social media friends, I feel like, yeah, you talk to them and stuff, but, like, they don't really know you as a person, and you guys, you both don't know what you're going through, and, like, you'll talk, you can talk, but, like, you really won't, 
understand each other as a person and won't get to, like, feel that, like, spark or whatever that you feel with, like, a friend you have in real life that you get to see. I feel like people that you get to see every day, you kind of connect to more, and you get to, like, um, talk to them and, like, understand what's going on and, like, get to, like, feel how they feel because it's easier to feel how people feel in person than it is over the phone because of their body motions and, like, stuff like that. It's easier to tell how they feel and stuff. I don't know. I feel like the same thing about the, like, the body gestures and the voice behind the the text, it's whatever, or, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, if it's an online friend, I feel like you don't get the same vibe, you don't get the same energy. It's like a total different era, and it's just, it's not as fun, because in a real friend, a real friend, you can run around, you guys can, like... Do a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Go out at night, put paint all over each other's faces. Just have a good time. But with the social friends, what are you guys going to do? FaceTime? But you never get to hug that person. You never get to see that person. They just are someone you text. I feel like the people that are most important to me are all people I get to see in my life very, very often. I don't really need social media friends because I got all the people I want in my life. So I don't. My opinion on social media friends, I don't like it. I don't, I don't, no, I don't like it. I'd rather have my friends in person with me. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Um, piggybacks another question. Um, so in your school experiences, uh, how important was it for you? I mean, did you feel out of pressure to be part of the popular group, the in crowd where uh, people knew you? Was that like a big, do you find that a big priority or is that overrated? Um, I feel like it's not really important to be part of the popular squad. I think that, like, it's more important to have, like, just instead of a big group of, like, all the popular kids, it's better to have, like, a small group of, like, a few close friends. There's That makes it so there's, like, less drama and you don't feel, like, as judged with those people small group of friends and that you guys just understand each other and there's nothing going on that's like that makes you have to be someone you're not where in the popular people you would have to like be someone you're not and act a certain way to be able to fit in when you have close friends you can just be yourself and do what you feel comfortable doing Dying here. Um, I think that <laughs> fate or I really don't know what to say. <laughs> I really don't. I used to like have that problem. I was like really. I was a really bad friend. I wasn't a good person to be around. I was the type of person that like. Like, adults didn't want their kid around. And, like, looking... Like, if I looked at it from when I was in that position, I found it as a flex. I thought it was, like, the best thing in the world, having all these friends walking around, always being out. Like, 
not respecting your mom and your dad. I thought it was just, like, everything. But then, like, when my mom and my dad stopped being together, I realized that I messed up and I was a big reason. I was a big part of the reason they're not together. And I feel like that's where I messed up because I was a really bad friend and I got involved with the wrong people. And I feel like I put so many people down and I just made so many people's lives miserable, and I regret it so much. I just wish I can redo that part of my life, but I rec I, rec I corrected myself, and I think I'm doing a lot better now. I can still be fake towards people, but it's like, I, I, I choose not to be, because like I have a few people in my life that I just care about more than anything, and I wouldn't give those few people up for the world, so I feel like fake people, I don't like it. Big friend groups, I don't like it. Small towns, I don't like it. Let me flip the question just a tad. Um, I th a question I was just thinking about is, um, what advice would you give to maybe the outcasts? So I'm thinking about maybe those who, uh, maybe they want to be part of the in crowd, the popular group, but they get rejected. They get rejected, they get scorned, they get looked at. What, what would you tell those, the, you know, the outcasts in general? I think that it's not really worth it to be, like, wanting to be with, like, all the popular people. And I think it's better if they would just, like, focus on themselves and try to be, like, find people who will want to be friends with them for who they are and not for, like, being pretty or stuff like that. And just really wanting to be friends with that person for, like, how their personality and, like, how they respect people, and how they act. I think you just got to find... I think they just got to figure a way to be happy with themselves because I, I feel like I know how those girls' minds work because that's how I used to be. And it's like if you're not up to a certain standard or you're not what they want you to be or if you're not like them in a certain way that they're not going to want to be around you, especially if you're weird or something like that. I feel like you're just going to get ignored, and if you don't have a good personality, you're not going to make friends at all. Because a good personality is, I feel like, is the best part of someone. Like, uh, I, don't, I don't mean to be rude, but you can't be ugly and not, not have a good personality at the same time. Like, you have to have one or the other. And I feel like some of the weird people, well quote-unquote weird people I feel like they're actually really good people but they just have this outside that no one will overcome so okay well let's have a little bit of fun here I'm gonna do a thing called word association so I'm gonna maybe say maybe a few words a word or two and just tell me the first thing that comes into mind now all the interviews I do I think the people who follow me know long enough that one of the things that I really absolutely despise is pickles. I find them gross and disgusting, so I'll, I'll shoot with that. How about pickles? What's the first thing that comes to mind when it comes to pickles? Pickles are the best thing in the world. They're so juicy and crunchy, and I love the juices that come out of them. I will literally <coughs> eat a whole can of pickles in an hour and then drink all the juice. It's the best thing in the world. It's so yummy. I'll try not to judge you on that. <laughs> I love pickles so much. My boyfriend hates it. He'll always yell at me because I'll have pickle breath. But I think it's so 
Just, I love pickles. I can just eat them all day long. Yummy, bro. I'm not trying to judge you on that either. It's all good. It's all good. Okay, how about, uh, how about Barbie? Ew. Ew. <laughs> She's a blonde fake. All blondes are fake, except for guy blondes. Some guy blondes. Some Barbie, guy blondes. Barbie is literally... One guy blonde. <laughs> Barbie is... <laughs> Barbie is fake, and... She, the way she acts, I don't like. How about Ken? <laughs> Let's go, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Ken is special. Uh, Ken is the love of my cat's life. <laughs> oh, lovely. Ah, how, how about cats? I love cats. Cats are so amazing. I love cats. I love my cat. Cats are I the love best pumpkin. thing in the world. Oh Dude, my god, my cat I, Rocky. I love him so Dude, much. He my is my cat, baby. I my cat's better. My no, cat, yes, no, he is not. My cat is better. <laughs> no, she is. Yes, she is. No, I found, I found the key there. I have my had cat my cat. I have had my cat for so long, and I cherish him. So much. I, I do everything him with him. So he follows me him. everywhere, and we're just we we click so much. I love him. Okay, I got a good one for you. How about this? Bad hygiene. Ooh, you need to take That's care disgusting. of your skin. You need take to take a shower, wash your body, stop being gross. You need to actually take care of your skin and get motivation to take care of yourself if instead of being lazy and just deciding not to clean yourself. If you're going to stink, at least wear clothes where you can't smell it and just drench that stuff with perfume, I swear. But get better hygiene, teenagers, I swear. (laughs) How about chick flicks? What? Oh, sorry. Romantic movies. Oh, um, they're weird but interesting at the same time. If I'm single, I hate every single movie that has a couple on it. And if I'm not single, then I love, love, love romantic movies. Okay. <laughs> How about let's let's flip the coin. How about uh, horror movies slash and gore? I love horror movies. I they're love- actually really interesting, and I love watching them with M because mm-hmm. they're so funny and they're they're funny sometimes, but like. It's, like, interesting to know, like, like see what's going on in this kind of movie. I love watching horror movies with Evie, too, because I'll always, like, give her the shivers, or I'll, like, run my fingers up her spine, and she'll get so weirded out by it, or I'll tickle her feet, but not, like, in a weird way, like the horror movies. And she, she starts screaming, and it's so funny, because then uh, our dad will come up in the room, and he's like, Why are you guys screaming? Why are you still awake? It's 3 a.m.? <laughs> 3 a.m. Which, which one? I'm just curious, like, which movie? Any. Any? The movie Stitches. It's a clown movie. It is so bad. And me and her watched this one together. It's called, um, what's it called? Orphan's First Kill. It was so weird, but it was so good at the same time. Like, it wasn't like a normal horror movie. It wasn't as much gore, but it had an interesting backstory. Okay. Tupac. Ooh, I oh, I love Tupac. Yo, his songs are amazing. Mm, Trace Atkins. Mm, I love his songs. I went and saw his concert. Oh yeah, we went to we went to see his concert. It was it was nice. Oh, hmm, since it's Christmas time, how about this one, Mariah Carey? Who? <laughs> who? She's she's the one who sings "All I Want for Christmas Is You." All I want for Christmas. <laughs> Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, let me let me throw a few more here. How about uh, how about TikTok? 
I love TikTok. I spend so many hours on TikTok. I'm not even gonna lie. I love the way myself looks, and to I be just honest, love admiring my drafts. I think I have like twenty thousand plus hours on my phone from just TikTok. I spend most of my day on TikTok. Okay, uh, let's go. Good one. How about this? How about UFC? Isn't that sports? Ultimate fighting. Ultimate fighting championships. I love the fighting. I like wrestling, and I like all the boxing, and, like, I mostly like this one girl. I forgot her name, but she's, like, the man or something. Oh, Becky Lynch? Yeah, Becky Lynch. I love her. She's just, like, she's so nice, and she just got this personality. She does not take anybody's BS. She's just so amazing. Oh, here's another. How about sports cars? I, I love, love sports cars. cars. They're so, oh my God. I don't know what my dream car is. Only my dad knows because I keep forgetting. But it's it's sexy. She has the same dream car as me, but in a different color. <laughs> okay. Let's go for one more. How about this? Chocolate. Ew, I hate chocolate. It's disgusting. Chocolate? It reminds me of poop. It's kind of gross. <laughs> I hate chocolate. I actually despise chocolate unless it's a certain yeah. type of chocolate, like there's a certain thing. But I don't like it. And about I, will the same, not eat, about, I will not eat straight up chocolate. About the same hatred that I have with pickles? Yeah. Alright, there you go. If I'm like in a good mood, I'll eat chocolate. But if I'm not in a good mood, I'll throw it back up. Oh, lovely. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> All right. Um, any final things that you want to tell our listeners? Just anything just about whatever, life or school, what, anything in general? Don't fall into the wrong crowd and, like, watch who you hang out with because everybody's fake. Everyone's going to talk about you and everybody's going to spread your business. You can't even trust your closest friend. I learned that out today. So, I'm sorry. don't yeah. trust your friends and don't trust your family. Trust, like, yeah. someone in your family who is really, really close. Not, like, a long-term cousin, but someone who is really close with you. Family family can also do you wrong, but it's as it's less common for family to do you wrong than your friends. Because your friends, even if you don't find out about it, you're, you're going to get used. They're going to use you. So, like, the sooner you find out, the better. But, like, I found out later by a lot of my friends, and I still have them in my life because I'm not the smartest. But, like, just cut your friends out because they're just going to make your life miserable. Yeah, no matter how close you guys are, there's still going to be something going on. Like, they're still going to talk about you some way. Even if you guys, like, are best friends, they'll still find something to talk about about you. I can say that from experience. Me Me and Evie, we fight a lot, but at the end of the day, it's always going to be me and her. She's always going to be my sister, but I think I've blocked her and unblocked her at least seven times, and we just have so, we have so much drama, but this love we have for each other, it's just we look out for each other when no one else will look out for us. So, I think that's expiring. (laughs) All right. Inspiring. That's how you say it. Well, hey, thank you so much for the interview. I appreciate it. Num num. Yum yum. <laughs> and that concludes this episode of Conversations with Mr. A. I uh, just wanted to thank Evie and Emma for uh, being honest and being genuine with just how uh, you two looked at things and how you view things. And yeah, there's a lot of ups and downs and challenges, but uh, I really appreciate your honesty with this interview. So anyways, thank you for listening, everybody. Stay tuned for more future episodes.